0: Ready to make a
1: difference from the comfort of your home? United Health Group is looking for problem solvers
0: like you. Dive into a customer service career where your skills help improve lives. Grow your career in a flexible work environment while we support you with industry leading benefits.
1: Make a difference daily while building your
0: future. Visit careers.uhg.com or click the banner to apply today. Hey, You want to know what's kind of frustrating to me? The fact that my guy comes quicker than I do most of the time. There's nothing hotter to me than when my guy comes at the same time as me. Right? But that rarely happens and that's because there's an orgasm gap. It's just a fucking fact. Right? Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. But there is a solution to that problem, okay? And it is my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray. And I know what you're thinking, delay spray, I don't have PE. No, this is delay sprays for any guy that wants to last a little bit longer without having to worry about lasting longer. It's not going to totally numb you out, and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole women's line of products. My favorite is the warming gel. They also sell lube and condoms. They have supplements for both men and women that will make you hornier. All you have to do is go to delayspray.com and use my discount code, StrictlyAnon15, for 15% off your first order. That's delayspray.com. Use my code STRICTLYANON15 for 15% off your order, or just go in the description, click on the link, and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. and backs up their products with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and your package is going to arrive discreetly.
1: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with and online.
0: Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much.
1: Real
0: problem. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And
1: anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag lie. Probably
0: the only good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Stickling On this Podcast, Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Strictly Anonymous, I mean on Twitter, <laughs> well, follow the show at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to my show. If you can write a review for my show, write a review. I love reviews. They're really great and they really help my show. If you want to be on my show, I'm always looking for people to call in. Uh, this is a call-in advice show where I give people my unprofessional advice. Uh, I also just talk to people about like their secret lives and things that they did that or are doing that people would find interesting. Um, and I'm open to all kinds of people calling into my show. A lot of the stuff has to do with sex, but it's not like that's the only thing that I like to talk about. I like to talk about everything, but I just tend to get most of my listeners from Craigslist. And so it tends to be sexual in nature, <laughs> just like this episode. Um, okay. So who I have on today, I don't remember his name, but that because it does not matter. Uh, this is like really, a really interesting one hour podcast because the whole a lot of times on my show I like I dig around and I we talk about so many different things and I analyze somebody in so many different ways but on this show I talk to one guy about one story and it starts at the beginning of the story and then it just ends at the end of the story and we don't go anywhere else like so we stick to the topic and the topic is like like you could tell by the title (laughs) this guy fucked his stepmom and so that's what you hear all about Um, And this isn't like a stepmom that he doesn't really know or a stepmom that he had for two weeks. This is like his real stepmom. And uh, the story starts out when he's a young kid and he first meets the stepmom and it ends with, you know, the stuff that went down with the stepmom. And in between, we talk about all the things that led up to him actually being able to fuck her. Um, And it's, it's fascinating. It was so interesting to me. Like I said, it's like one It's a one-hour story, and uh, it's really good. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I always say, like, you can't make this shit up, and you really can't. I think, you know, there's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of stepmom porn out there, right? Because it's just like a, kind of like a fantasy for people, right? Even if you don't have a stepmom, you just think if she was hot and you had one, you'd want to fuck her, right? And this guy really did fuck her. So it's just like, uh, it's not a fantasy. It's a reality. And uh, we talk all about it, and I'm going to be right back on with that story, because I don't remember his name. <laughs> so I'll be right back with the guy that fucked his stepmom. This
1: is the strictly anonymous podcast.
0: Uh, hey, Mark. Welcome to strictly anonymous podcast. Here I'm with Kathy. How are you today?
2: I'm great, Kathy. Thanks for having me. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks for coming on my show. And I say that because you were a listener, right? And you sent me an email which was really fascinating. <laughs> and I don't know if, I, I mean, I'm probably going to talk about it in the intro so people will know what we're discussing. I mean, and you were just like, you have a lot of like really kinky stories. You didn't really get into details. We'll get into those details when we talk, right? And then you said it, including, right, stuff that you did with your quote unquote stepmom when you were like 17, 18 years old. That was in your email. That's, that's right. And I was like, I hit the jackpot (laughs) because that's (laughs) really interesting. I mean, it never ceases to like, uh, like sort of, I'm really bad with grammar sometimes, like amaze me like that, like just when I have like all these guys that are into their moms, which I never even heard of, like I had a couple of those and I even had people that weren't on my podcast emailing me. Now it's like a guy who fooled around or I don't know what you did with your stepmom, but we're going to get into it. But something about a stepmom, which is a whole other Kind of thing, right? So, um... yeah, I was kind
2: of surprised it hadn't come up already. I know you're almost 200 shows into your podcast, and I've only been listening to it for a few weeks, so I certainly haven't heard them all yet, but uh, I I wasn't sure if it was something that uh, someone else had, had already talked about or
1: not.
0: No and I'm like I said I mean like listen if there's you and you've done something like this and we're going to talk about it there's got to be other and I just think it's like a fantasy like you know kind of thing like maybe some sort of weird fantasy that a lot of people have like even if there's like role playing kind of stuff you know Um, so you know. I was just like, oh, I couldn't wait to, like, hear your story. I mean, for me, I don't get into the whole, like, oh, getting turned on by these stories aspect of it. I'm more, like, just a curious person, right? But I think people listen to my podcast sure. for that, too, you know? So you're going to get a lot of downloads when they see the stepmom thing. So, like, how old are you now, and are you in a relationship? Like, what's your deal?
2: So I'm in my mid-40s, mm-hmm. and I, I've been married for almost 20 years.
0: Okay. Um and like so, your kinky stories—do they include your wife? Do you live a secret life? Like, what, what is like the status of that? Like, are you doing stuff behind your wife's back, or do you do kinky things with her?
2: No, nothing behind her back. We have certainly done some things together. uh Some of my other kinky stories are pre-marriage,
1: mm-hmm. uh, including
2: my stepmother's situation, obviously. So, I kind of run the gamut. I've had a. a an interesting background when it comes to the various stories but I thought the stepmother thing might be a fun one to at least start with and maybe that was a little bit more unique than uh, some of the things that I've done more recently that would include with my wife that
1: uh,
0: yeah let's start from the beginning yeah yeah yeah. like no because that like is like the basis of like stuff right so like does it really start like does the first sort of like out of the box crazy sexual experience you have start with your stepmom like what was going on before that? Or was that like where it would start?
2: Well, you know, maybe there were a couple things before then, even earlier um, when I was, was younger, uh, but nothing, nothing crazy or nothing involving other people. I mean, I, so I grew up with my mother and my stepfather, mm-hmm. my parents divorced when I was really young. So I don't ever remember living with both mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but all my childhood memories are my mom and my stepfather. My stepfather, had uh, quite a collection of porn, and so I got into that at a fairly young age, and uh, maybe that was really the extent of my out-of-the-box stuff, is is I was already masturbating at a fairly young age. I don't remember how old I was when I started, but I had stumbled across this box of magazines that my stepfather had, and uh, was instantly hooked, Mm -hmm. so... Got into that at a, at a fairly young age, I guess.
0: Right. And now, were you just into women? Like, are you bi? Are you straight? Like, what what is your... How would you label yourself if you had to?
2: Uh, so, I'm bi-curious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't been with a guy, uh, but there are uh, fantasies that I have that involve doing so...
0: Right. And now do people know about like, are you open about that and just haven't really done anything? Or is that like something that you still keep to yourself because you just are not ready to cross the line?
2: There's only a, a couple of people that know about that, including my wife, mm-hmm. um, because we have a, a really great relationship. And some of the adult things that we've experienced together, I've always felt like I've been able to talk to her. About just about everything, although I've never gone into detail with her about the stepmother situation that I yeah. will be with you today. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she and a couple of other people um, know that I have some curiosity in that area, but it's not something that I'm open with.
0: You have, and you have, but you haven't done anything at, at this point no. yet. No, right. Okay. So no. now, how do you? So you're living with your real mom and your stepdad, and where does the stepmother come into play?
1: So what
2: happened is, I, we were living in a different part of the country than my dad and my uh, and his second wife at the time, which um, was my, my first stepmother.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: I would come visit my dad uh, at least once, maybe twice a year during the summer or maybe close to Christmas. So I'd get to see him a couple of times a year, um, and he had his second wife that was around most of my childhood, and I didn't get along too well with her. She was kind of a classic... Uh, evil stepmother. I don't think she liked having uh, me around for that week or two during the summer.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
2: never never really got a good vibe from her. Uh, but that's kind of how I grew up for for my most of my childhood. He divorced his second wife. You know, I talked to him on a fairly regular basis, just over the phone, and he told me at one point that he had been married a third time. Uh-huh. And he sent uh, a picture, it was kind of an engagement picture that he and his his new wife had taken. Um, and she was a knockout. Right. Uh, something, something about that very first glimpse I got in that picture, um, just immediately kind of floated my boat, I guess you'd
1: say.
0: Like you felt some sort Um, of weird tingling, like, like a chemistry thing, like you were attracted or just like through in the picture.
2: Yeah, yeah, I definitely was. So in the interest of a completely open and, and honest conversation, I have a thing for uh, legs and lingerie. Mm-hmm. And in this particular picture, she had black uh, stockings, eyelons on,
1: mm-hmm. and a
2: pretty short dress. I mean, not extremely short, but short enough where it showed off a lot of her legs. And um, I actually masturbated to that picture a couple of times before even meeting her in person. So maybe I was laying the groundwork in, in my mind there at a, at a certain extent. I don't know.
0: Right. And how old was your dad and how old was she?
2: So, Mom, she was about 30 years older than I was. So when I first got to um, meet her in person,
1: mm-hmm. the first
2: summer I came out after she had been married to her, she probably would have been in her mid-40s.
1: Okay. Um, and
2: my dad was just a couple of years older than she was, so uh-huh. I was 12 or 13th this time.
1: Oh, okay. So she would have been
2: right around, right around 45. I'm guessing. I don't recall uh-huh. her exact birth year, um, but it, it's in that ballpark. So what what ended up happening that first time I visited and got to meet her in person, I had just come out for the week or two, and they left one evening. I don't recall what they were doing, but they left me at home alone. Uh, typically when I would come out for the summer, my dad would be very involved and he would take time off from work and spend lots of time with me while I was there. Cause it was just kind of a quick visit. Right. But, uh-huh. um, they had, they had other things going on in their life, obviously. So get left home, uh, at, at their house one evening.
1: And maybe
2: it's because I had come across my stepfather's porn stash. I was always kind of a snooper.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> so, I started kind of going through things in their room. I was really curious to look at what kind of underwear and lingerie she might have. So I immediately was drawn to the dresser and I was snooping around there. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, like
0: when you saw her in person, did you have that same sort of physical reaction? Like were you like, were you just as turned on by her in person or was there, a, you know what I mean?
2: I don't know that I was the very first time I met her, Kathy, because it was probably more of the typical "well, I meet my new stepmom" sort of thing, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So I wasn't, I wasn't thinking with my dick at that point, if right. I remember correctly. But when they went out of the um,
0: house, you kind of were. <laughs> A couple hours later, or, yeah, I was. It
2: was yeah. certainly in the back of my mind. I mm-hmm. was like, okay, I want to. I kind of want to know what her panties look like, if mm-hmm. you will, and um, what kind of naughty stuff she's got in her drawer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was a little disappointed because I didn't find anything too exciting at first. I mean, it was it was um, it was exciting going through her her lingerie, um, and I did find a uh, a dildo, but they didn't have some sort of hoard of sex toys or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of kept looking around, and I uh, I found a <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. I found a photo album hidden in their closet. It was pretty well tucked away, but I was a uh,
0: A good Um, snooper. I was a diligent (laughs) snooper, I guess.
2: (laughs) And without even opening the photo album, I kind of thought that maybe I had struck pay dirt because why would you have a photo album so
0: Hidden, yeah. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too four two oh three five seven nine. You could call that number twenty four seven. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website and the email address will all be in the description.
2: Yep. And and of course this was the mid eighties. Um so well before Uh, any sort of digital photography or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what this photo album contained was pictures. It was mostly of her. There were some, including my dad, and there were even some with some other people in them that I didn't recognize. I mean, not like big groups of people, but one or two other people in some of these pictures they were screwing around with. But the majority of these pictures were my new stepmother uh, naked, uh, masturbating, uh, performing various sexual acts with my dad. And I about went through the roof. Uh probably couldn't get my pants down quick enough, I'm sure, if I'm uh, <laughs> <I'll> being
0: honest. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. You did hit yeah, paper. <laughs> <was insane>. uh, <laughs>
2: um, so needless to say, the rest of the time I was visiting that summer, mm-hmm. anytime that I knew that they were going to be gone for more than 10 minutes, mm-hmm. that photo album came out.
0: Right. And right? you jerked off uh, really quick.
2: And, yeah, I, I would jerk off with it. And the amazing thing, looking back, is they weren't even Polaroids. These were, like, you know, 35-millimeter prints. Like so they had to go to the, the store.
0: Yeah, yeah. Them. Like they had to go to the store and pick them up from, like, a guy that just, like, Yeah, I can't imagine they them. were
2: dropping them off at the photo mat. But uh, I suppose, you know, back in the day, there were there were ways of getting those types of things developed. I don't know. Yeah. Um,
0: I think places just so, developed them or maybe they knew some, they Maybe they knew how to, do, I don't know, whatever. That's not, that's not the interesting part of this story. So you, you saw, you used that photo album the whole time. Like, and when you were saying that there was other couples in the picture, like was like, was there any kind of like action with your father, with the other people? Like, what do you think that they like, what did you sort of figure out that they were doing with the other couples? Like, were they full on swinging with other people?
2: It didn't look like it. Um, and and I I don't know if I've mentally blocked out a lot of the stuff of my dad from those pictures, because uh-huh. I was really focused on her, and it was a little weird that my dad was naked in some of these pictures, yeah. but of course I didn't, like, give that much of a damn um, being a 13, 13-year-old horny.
1: Right, and seeing her, Pictures right.
2: of someone that I had already been kind of lusting after in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there were only a handful of pictures that I remember with other people in them, and they were just kind of them sitting around naked, I have to assume. If there was other stuff going on if they totally. were in that sort of environment, mm-hmm. but yeah, not a whole lot of evidence of um, of any massive, you know, swinging or orgies or anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but obviously they were doing stuff like that. Like they were probably sleeping with these other people, but maybe those people didn't want to be like filmed in those kind of acts. I don't know because exactly. why would they be yeah, naked? Like no one's going to get naked with another couple and just hang out and have coffee. You know what I mean? <laughs> in fact, have led to yeah, have something. Right. <laughs> so there was right, no, right. so like you just answered the question because I was thinking the whole time, like what about the fact that your dad was there and he was naked and you see him in these sort of, in a sexualized way, you know, and like I was wondering if that turned you on or turned you off or like how you felt, but like like you said, I mean, there was no sort of attraction or anything like with your father, right you just kind of blocked no, that out so you could no, get not, into the stepmom
2: right, not at all, and it it um you know it didn't turn me off enough to stop looking, obviously mm-hmm. because i um uh, <laughs> I, I used I used those pictures as many times as I could during that visit. But, um, yeah, it, it didn't excite me whatsoever. Right, right. Um, That's cool. So it didn't confuse uh,
0: you yeah. or fuck you up or anything like that?
2: No, no, I don't think so. Okay, cool. So what, what happened next then, it, this would have been maybe a year or two later, mm-hmm. um, is I ended up having to move to come live with my father and stepmother oh. um, due to some... Due to some reasons that I won't get into here Because they're not really germane to the story Uh Um, And I don't want to give away too much of my own background
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool
2: Um, But relocated So suddenly my dad and stepmom Instead of having me Visiting occasionally um, And, you know, that's when they got married Obviously that was the situation As they knew it Suddenly they were parents
1: Uh uh, Which,
2: you know, they hadn't signed up for necessarily At least she hadn't I knew my dad would always want to take care of me Yeah Um, Found myself coming to live with them full time, and um, of course that was partially exciting to me because then I was going to be able to be around her. Yeah, and I wanted to get—I wanted to get right back to that photo album and be able to do other things. So, um, got relocated, and I probably did not wait more than a day or two before I had an opportunity <laughs> to have
1: some
2: privacy at the house. Right? Yeah. Um, went went back, and the photo album was gone. And oh I thought, shit! Well, maybe, maybe they just relocated it, mm-hmm. and I, I, <laughs> I just about tore the whole house apart, um, looking for the thing. And looking back, or maybe even I realized it at the time when I couldn't find it again. They had probably decided, since I was going to be living there, to get rid of that sort of thing, which I totally understand. If I were in their shoes, I probably would have done the same thing.
0: Right, right, because you never found it.
2: Nope, never turned up, um, and I, and like I said, I can't say that I didn't look for it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and I didn't give up very easily. Every uh, every time I would think maybe there was somewhere I hadn't looked, uh, I would uh, I would dig a little bit more, but it was gone. So right. they probably felt like they needed to clean that sort of thing out of their life and uh, and be ready to have a, a full time son in the house again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But what I did do is I continued to uh, go through her lingerie every once in a while with her underwear
0: mm-hmm.
2: um i kind of also developed a fascination for going through her dirty underwear in the laundry mm-hmm. hamper
0: oh interesting okay
2: uh that was a pretty big turn on um so and what I, would you do like smell them like is, basis is,
0: is that like a smell thing like would you smell them yeah. like okay right
2: I don't know how common that is. If you've had other callers that've been into that, but uh, it was it was as close as I could get to her, um, and it uh, and it was just a turn on.
0: Yeah, no, I've heard Some of reason. I've heard of I've heard of that plenty of okay. times from my. No, college. and she'd
2: been wearing them, and and sometimes I would uh, I would touch myself with her clean ones while I was smelling her her, her used ones. Uh, you know, it's just I would have been fourteen at this point, maybe somewhere in that ballpark, fourteen, fifteen, uh-huh. um, and. And was just horny all the time, obviously. And I had this great-looking stepmother that I had fantasized about and had seen pictures of. Yeah. So I still had those in my in my memory bank, obviously. So she was certainly a uh, um, a prime target of my masturbation fantasy. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And now you had her panties. So of course, like that's the closest you're going to get to her at that point, right? Because you didn't have those pictures. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. So you needed something.
2: Yeah. Yep. Or so, or so I thought anyway.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So what this
2: maybe a, I don't know if it was four or five months after I had moved out there and I had been jerking off, thinking about her on a pretty regular basis. Um <laughs> I I stepped up my game and, and even thinking about this recently when I was um thinking about whether I'd call and, and tell you these uh these experiences I've had mm-hmm. it made me cringe to think back about what I did next. It was uh it was not smart but at the time, I thought, maybe I've got a chance or I've got an opportunity to uh, actually have some sort of experience with her.
1: Right. So, I mean, you
0: were super young still. Like, you're only like, wh- how old are you at this point?
2: Uh, this would have been 14.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very young, dumb, and, and full of cum, as they say, I guess. Just way too <laughs> orange <horny laughs> for my good Young, dumb,
0: and full of cum. Yeah. What did you do?
2: So, what I did, she was a, um, she liked, I don't know if it was knitting or crocheting a I don't recall exactly what it was doing, but something along those lines. And she had this little yellow sticky pad um, where she was having to keep track of her, her stitches or whatever it was that she was doing every time she would have this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I saw her with this, you know, when she, we would be watching TV, she'd be sitting there knitting and she would make marks occasionally on this pad. So what I decided to do, uh, again, this is just cringeworthy, is I wrote a note in that little yellow sticky pad a couple of pages back
1: uh-huh. um, the one
2: that she was writing on i wrote i want to make love to you
0: oh my how,
1: God.
2: how, how stupid is this right oh um, uh, it's just one of those things looking back is like what what was i thinking I, yeah. was one of the dumbest maneuvers in my young life i guess but i i was so
0: that takes amped balls up that too in a weird way like i mean you know like uh,
2: yeah i was balls, I guess. Really, um, but I did it, and, and, and the funny thing is, shortly after I did it, I was kind of petrified about it. Mm-hmm. But I never went and tried to take it back or anything.
1: Right. I knew
2: it would take. I knew it would take her a while before she got to that page. Mm-hmm. Cause, I mean, this was a slow, a slow process that she was doing with this knitting or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so a couple weeks went by, and every time I would notice her doing the the, the knitting while we were watching TV, I would, I would start to think, you know, is she going to turn that page uh, and have some sort of reaction? And she never did in my presence, but she, she came across the note uh, because I found out when my dad sat me down one day and showed it to me. She had gone to him and showed him what his son had written her uh, in her... <laughs> In her little pad of oh
0: which is the right thing to do. I mean, I think that that is like the the responsible thing to do. You know, for sure.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can Fourteen her, years can't old for doing that. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's what I think any normal person would do. I think that that was the right thing to do. You know, that's his son. And like, you're very young at that age, you know, and it's very like it's uh, it's like you're crossing boundaries and doing things that are inappropriate and you're still so young. So she tells your, you know, your father so he could take care of it, which is like I said. Absolutely. Right. So what happens is your father says, I got to talk to you about something.
2: Uh, Yeah, so that was a pretty rough conversation. I mean, I was speechless. I had run through different scenarios in my mind of what would happen when she found the note. For some reason, uh, and and it's dumb to think that way, but for some reason, this had never crossed my mind. that She would have just talked to my dad. I figured maybe she would have ignored it, or maybe she would have said something to me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I knew that the odds of her... <laughs> Actually, doing anything with me were extremely low. But again, at that age, I was too turned on and, and didn't care. But right. he you, sat me down, mm-hmm. showed it to me. um I, I specifically remember one of the words he used. You know what that, probably happened? You know, she wife,
0: probably went to your her husband, your father, and said, "Did you write this?" Like you know what I mean? Like we're like, and he was like, "No," and like you know what I mean? Like I mean it like maybe she didn't even know it was you at first it was it's obvious yeah, i've
2: never thought about that that's certainly a possibility
0: she might have went to him and said oh my god did you write this in my thing and he said no and then they realized that it was you it was probably i don't know that she would have known totally you know what i mean
2: yeah i know mean, that's that's a fair a fair idea it certainly could have been that way
0: right so um, your father says like he's got the note in his hand and you're sitting there oh my god
2: yeah, that was that was one of the more uncomfortable moments in my in my life. Certainly, up to that point, it was. Um, and, and I don't even know how you faced
0: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he he says something about my wife is not a harlot, and and you know, I didn't. I'm not even sure I knew what harlot was at the time. I probably had to go look it you up. It have been but like oh, I something.
0: saw those pictures.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, I might have to disagree with you, <laughs> Dad, but of course that's not what I said. Yeah. Um, I was, I was dumbstruck, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I I doubt I, I said a whole lot of anything. I don't know what I could have said at that point to defend what I had done. Yeah. Um, I could tell he was pretty upset, but he was also, I'm sure he was probably concerned,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um, about why I would think that, why I would write that to her. And and I'm sure it created just as many, you know, questions in his mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got, I got grounded. Um, and, uh, it, was, it made things awkward because at that point I knew, they, they both knew, so it was just kind of this thing that hung over us for a while.
0: Yeah, I could imagine, um, I mean, how that dinner yeah, table yeah. talk went after.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was probably a good couple months before I kind of start. I stopped thinking about it. It, it just, you know, it would hang there. But eventually yeah, yeah. everybody, you know, time, time heals and, and kind of things move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lost my virginity to a girlfriend maybe a little bit later than that. I know I was 15, so mm-hmm. it was somewhere in that time frame. So I did finally have an opportunity to start having uh, sex with someone other than myself. Um, and we were both virgins, and, and it, was, uh, it was a pretty good time, but didn't last a whole lot uh, or a whole long time, as, as high school first-time romances sometimes do. Um, but just kind of wanted to put that in here in, in, the, uh, in the time frame. Mhm. Some some point around there I um, I started getting a little ballsy again because I still had this attractive stepmother hanging around the house and I knew I would never approach her again or, or do anything along those lines. But there was one time where I tried to get a peek at her while she was in the shower. Um I don't think she knew I was watching, but um it was a frosted glass situation anyway, so even even the peak I got wasn't that great, but it was just another one of those things that uh, turned me on and, uh, you know, one of those heightened sexual experiences, if you will.
0: Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, was a part of it. Like, was your father in the house as, as well, or was he no, gone? No,
2: no. It was just her and I at the time, and that's why I kind of pulled the stunt is um, I heard her go into the shower, and so I kind of snuck into their bedroom and peeked around the corner into the bathroom and... Um, and unfortunately she didn't stay in the shower very long. I kind of figured she might be in there long enough where I could get a glimpse of something but mm-hmm. uh, she shut the water off and I had to get I had to get out of there super fast and right uh, don't know if she ever heard the door close when I tried to leave their room, but that was kind of the extent of things after having left uh, left the note for her for a little while right So it was I I think I was 17, mm-hmm. um, if I've gone back and, and recalled the history correctly. Um, and, and I should also mention in here, she and my father, and um, my mother and my stepfather, for that matter, all four of my parents, were pretty heavy drinkers. Okay. So I grew up in two different homes where alcohol was, uh, was very common.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They, they all certainly liked, liked to drink. Um, you know, I mean, it was mostly recreational, but I did certainly see my dad. Uh, drunk a handful of times, um, and uh, my stepmother to a certain extent as well.
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I totally believe in therapy. I've been in therapy at many different times in my life, and I'm always pitching it to people on the show. The hardest thing to me about therapy is finding the right therapist, but BetterHelp makes that super easy. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire, BetterHelp's going to assess your needs, and then they're going to match you with a licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours, BetterHelp is so committed to giving you great therapy that they make it not only super easy, but also free to change therapists if you need to. Also, since it's all done online, professional therapists are available worldwide. So wherever you're listening to my show, you could find a therapist. You could set up your sessions as video chats, or if you don't want them to see you, you can do it via the phone. BetterHelp therapy is more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available if you need it. Want someone to talk to? Join BetterHelp Now. And today, just for listening to this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash strictly. That's betterhelp.com help, slash strictly for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode.
2: But I I was about 17 maybe. And uh had a friend spending the night actually because he lived across town, so he was gonna stay over with me. And uh think back to the, the mid eighties again, trivial pursuit was the big uh Yeah, big I
0: remember mm-hmm.
2: Yep, so we played the hell out of Trivial Pursuit. So my buddy and I were gonna play uh a game of trivial pursuit, which doesn't sound like something that your typical seventeen year old guys do, but you know, that was kinda what we were into. Right. Right. My stepmother, uh, my dad had already gone to bed. They had been drinking that night. My stepmother comes upstairs. We were playing on the floor, uh, in this loft area outside of my bedroom. Stepmother comes up, she's wearing a robe, um, and asks if she can join us and, mm-hmm. and play Trivial Pursuit with my friend and I. And we're like, sure. She was, you know, this was several years after I'd left the note. Yeah. Uh, she was always really cool to my friends and, uh, it, it didn't seem strange at all to have her hang out with us. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and everybody kind of got along at this point. So we start playing Trivial Pursuit. She's laying on the floor kind of on her side. And over the course, I don't even remember how long we played, but over the course of the evening, maybe 30 or 45 minutes, there are various points where she's kind of hanging out of her robe. Her robe would start to slip, uh, exposing one of her tits.
1: You're kidding.
2: And I would look at my... I would look at my friend and we would kind of be like, wow. And, you know, she would cover up, mm-hmm. but she wasn't doing it. She wasn't doing it immediately. So we Do you think guys it was because she was a little
0: and I, loaded and didn't really realize? Like, was she obviously, like, really drunk or not at all? She
2: was She was tipsy, but she wasn't... Um, she wasn't completely blasted, right?
0: So it wasn't like she was just too drunk to know that her tit was out. She might have just been drunk enough to actually have the like lose her inhibitions to kind of like tease you guys. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> no, right? That was that was probably it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that uh, guessing that was the case. I mean, she was she was uh, with it enough to be able to play the game. I can't honestly tell you if she was playing well or not. I, my mind was in other places at this point because mm-hmm. it would be first time I'd actually seen it in the flesh, and I've got a friend sitting there right next to me that's also getting the show.
0: Yeah, crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. So,
2: yeah, yeah. So interesting stuff. So that went on for a little while, and finally she said that she should get to bed. She was going to go downstairs. Uh, So we cleaned up the game. My my friend and I both uh, laid down. He was in a sleeping bag on the floor, and I was sitting in my bed, and I was thinking to myself, if she's not asleep yet, I wonder if I can get, you know, If I can get another little show. Mm -hmm. So I told my buddy, I said, hey, I need to go downstairs and make sure the house is locked up. She's been drinking. You know, I I need to uh, just check the locks and make sure all the lights are off. So kind of made up a story about why I was going downstairs. I go downstairs, and she, sure enough, was still up. She was in the kitchen, um, and I just kind of started talking to her. And asked her after a minute or two if she wanted a back (laughs) rub, And she said, she said, sure. Oh, wow. Uh, um, Yeah. So
0: right there. There you go.
1: I'm sorry.
0: There you go. I mean, you got balls. Let me tell you. I mean, but I guess because she's like (laughs) giving you the tit and stuff that you think like there's a 1% chance that she might say, yeah, you know, because like. To say you want a back massage to let, you know, it's so obvious. And the fact that she says yes is a big thing, too. So she says yes. Keep going with your story. I don't want to cut you off. It's yeah. such a good no, story. No, you're, you're
2: fine. I, yeah, you know, I, like, I like questions and, and jump in here at any point. But um, so in the back of my mind, I, I know that she knows that I'm attracted to her because yeah. of the note situation,
1: right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, yeah, to the back rub. So we go out to the living room. I sit down on the uh, on the, the footstool, and she sits on the floor in front of me. She's still got a robe on at this point. Uh, and I start massaging and rubbing her shoulders. And she's really into it. She's uh, not moaning, but, you know, you can hear her uh, uh, enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of arching her back a little bit and, and rubbing, uh, moving her shoulders around as, as I'm trying to massage it. And so I said, well, maybe... <laughs> Again, well, I said, maybe we should take the robe off and I can get, uh, you know, I can get a little bit better of a massage going here.
1: Mm-hmm. So she immediately
2: dropped the robe. Um, she still had kind of a ninety on. It wasn't much of a ninety at all because obviously her, her tits were kind of coming out when she was laying on the floor yeah. as it was. But she and that's your thing. I mean, you
0: love that kind night. of stuff too on top of it all, right? Like that's like your gear that uh, you're absolutely. looking for. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah,
2: for sure. For sure. So I keep rubbing her shoulders, um, and then again, my balls kind of kicked into another level at some point in there, Uh, and to be honest with you, Kathy, some of this is a blur, but some of it is is extremely vivid, right? I mean, it's just weird how certain things kind of stick in your memory over that many years, but um, I decided, what the hell, I'm going to go for it, and Mm -hmm. I reached my hands around. I was rubbing her back at this point. I reached my hands around and just grabbed her chest.
0: Right, like you uh, grabbed a tit. And,
2: yes, yep. Under and, the uh, started, under the little
0: nighty or over it.
2: This would have been over it.
0: Okay, so you grabbed yeah. her tit. Oh my yep, god! But
2: but her nipples were extremely erect. Um, she went into kind of another gear of of truly starting to moan at that point and acting like uh, she certainly was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I, I played with her nipples for a little while. And uh, eventually, she dropped her nightie down off her shoulder. So at this point, she was completely nude. Right. Um, And it just kind of went from there. I mean, eventually, she wound up on the floor, and I sat down on the floor with her. She turned around to face me, um, and I started uh, moving my hands down a little bit lower. Eventually, I was... uh, You know, I just went, I went for it. I was massaging her clit. Mm -hmm. um, And she was, she like totally wet and horny. Yeah. Yeah. She was, uh, you know, I'd only been with my, my girlfriend prior to this, Mm -hmm. so, um, didn't have a whole lot of experience, didn't know how different women reacted or anything like that, but she was, uh, she was soaking wet, um, to be honest with you. I mean, I, my finger just went right inside of her, Mm -hmm. um, she eventually starts trying to take my pants down uh which i did not get in the way of
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: um so let that happen uh she's playing with me eventually she starts blowing me a little bit which uh it was all i could do um to not just uh come right then and there yeah 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 just, uh, it was incredible did, uh, you, come, like, like, I mean, did was you come like did you come from the
0: blow job, or did you wind up screw fucking her
2: um, I didn't come then as she was, uh, as she was sucking on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we decided to do, I, I don't know how long we laid there kind of playing around like that. Um, but she said something about maybe we should go down to the basement. I mean, we were right here out in the middle
0: of the living room. Right. My dad was asleep. And your friend is upstairs. Way, and your friend is upstairs thinking is you're upstairs. just locking the doors. <laughs> like, where the fuck are you? He yeah. Was like, what's going on?
2: Right, and I would occasionally glance upstairs to the loft area to make sure he wasn't standing there with his mouth open watching what the hell was going on. He never was. He never he never said anything to me the next day or anything. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if he knew what was going on or if he had
0: just passed out
2: out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Right, Um, but but she makes the suggestion that we go downstairs into the basement. Um, So I was I was all over that because it felt like it was a little bit more privacy and a lot less likelihood of uh, of somebody catching us um so we go downstairs and we're not down there very long before i am actually inside of her um
0: you must have been like i I mean i can't even believe this sticks out in your mind like i would think you'd lose your mind there like as far as like i I don't know like almost like it's like unbelievable to me that like you're like now you're actually fucking her like i it's like so crazy
2: yeah, yeah, and I and I didn't last long. Um, as much as it would have been fun to have been down there for an hour or two and try out everything I'd ever run through my mind doing with her, mm-hmm. it was missionary. She was laying on the floor. Um, I like I said, I was inside her pretty quickly upon getting down into the basement because I think that's what she was uh, was kind of gearing things towards as well. Um, tried to hold out as long as I could, but uh, yeah, I mean, at that age, uh, in that Kind of situation, uh, it, it certainly did not take long, and it and it was amazing as well. I mean, like I said, I'd only have the one thing to compare it to, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend and I uh, certainly had a good time together, but this felt like it was kind of a different uh, a different level. Sort do you of think
0: it was because she was older, or do you think it had to do with the whole sort of backstory to it? You know what I mean?
2: I think it was everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was this woman that I had fantasized about for many years, um, and here I was.
0: Uh, it was your stepmom. It wasn't just a woman. It was like... And, like, let me ask you this. You're obviously not using a condom with her, right? Because this isn't some planned no, situation. I'm not, Do no. you come inside her?
2: I did, yep. Um, it, it. I don't recall if I thought about whether I should or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at that age, you know, I, it just... I, it happened so quickly uh maybe a minute or two and i, I probably just didn't think uh, of doing anything other than that because it was so amazing what i was doing so yeah i did uh I did just but, come right at, but at
0: that point she's not in like child because like she was 45 when they got married right so she's like close to 50 at this point right
2: right right i don't know if she had um if she had um had any any sort of procedure where she couldn't have gotten pregnant, but she was certainly didn't seem concerned about the fact that I had just come in her. I mean, she didn't suddenly
1: say what to do or anything like this.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, to me, the thought is like, oh my God, she's gonna like wake up and if like your father like fucks her too the next day, like, I mean, he has no idea. Like your jizz is still in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's why I asked whether you came inside her because she goes upstairs and like you're like there, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about I was thinking she would get pregnant if she was younger that would be a whole other storyline but you know right, the right. fact that like you shoot a load at her and then she goes up stairs afterwards I'm assuming right you know and if like your father yep. went down yep. on her or fucked her in the morning like it's so crazy yeah, think yeah, about I have it, right?
2: no idea I mean um mm-hmm. He, uh, he was pretty wasted that night when he went to bed. Uh, I doubt uh, that they would have been doing anything first thing in the morning since I had a friend over, but who knows?
1: You yeah, know, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. I was sleeping on a different floor than them. Their, their bedroom was on the main floor, and I was upstairs, so... Uh, Who knows?
0: She might have hopped in the shower. I have no idea. Yeah, but you can't get that jizz out. I'm just telling you that that shit stays in there for a little while. Like, okay, so, (laughs) so you fucker, you come inside of her, and now when you're done, like you, like I always say this, like like when you're like horny, you're like a stoned, like you're like a drunk person. You're like a, you know, everything sort of like logical goes out the window, right? Because you're just so horny and everything. But after you come, you're like back in reality, right? So like after you come and you're like, are you like freaked out, like? Oh my God, what the fuck did I just do? Or is, are you still, are you like okay with it? And you were like, wow, that was I like think to great. be honest,
1: mm-hmm. to be honest
2: with you, Kathy, I, I think I was starting to wonder when am I going to be able to do that again? I don't remember freaking out too much. I did, I did worry a little bit about getting caught mm-hmm. when we were down in the basement at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but I'm sure a part of my mind was starting to wonder if I was going to have some sort of ongoing deal here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so was there any There's talking like in like I was there any kind of talking like like when you're done, right? You come. Does she come? Like did you make her come, do you know?
2: I don't think she did. Uh it was just so fast. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I doubt she did. Um, now, was there any talking when you were done? I don't remember if we talked. Um it was probably um kind of moved into that awkward situation at that point for maybe for her, I don't know. I just remember going upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, one again, wondering if my friend was uh, was going to be awake and if he was going to say anything. But from what I could tell, he was uh, he was out. So I crawled into bed. Um, I could still smell her on my fingers, which immediately got me hard again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think maybe the, the worst point was when I woke up the next morning. That's right. when I felt. That's maybe when I started thinking a little bit more about wow, what did I just do and what's going on here and and. She, if I remember correctly, she slept in, which they often did after they had been drinking pretty good the night before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I'm not even sure, like I said, certain things stick in your memory and certain things don't. I don't know if I even saw her first thing the next morning or not. It may have been, uh, may have taken off with my buddy and not seen her until I came back. I don't honestly remember. But she didn't act like anything had happened when I right. see her the next time. She never said anything about it. Um, she never made any overtures about it. Um and uh, it was just kind of <laughs> this little hidden secret between the two of us. But I did wonder, um, to your question earlier about how drunk was she, it did cross my mind um, if that, how much that had played into it. You know, if she had been sober, right. I'm pretty sure none of that would have happened.
0: Right, right. No, alcohol helps a lot of things. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the ultimate
0: lubricant. Yeah, well, listen, I don't drink. I haven't drank in like maybe fourteen years, and my numbers of like people that I've sex with is like cut not even in half. Like way more than that. Like so much sex goes on because of alcohol. You take alcohol out of the equation, a lot of shit wouldn't happen. <laughs> it's just the way that it goes, yep. you know. Um,
2: yeah, well, it certainly had a lot to do with that. That's for that's for sure.
0: Is that the only experience that you ever had with her?
2: That was the primary one. So after that, um, I would come home late at night. I had a job in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I would come home late at night, and often my dad would already be out, or he would be getting ready to go out uh, or getting ready to go to bed, and and she would be up and around. Um, I wore sweatpants at work, and so I kind of had this thing going where I would be standing in the kitchen talking to her after I got home if my dad was already in bed. Trying to pretend like I couldn't untie my sweatpants, and <laughs> oh
0: my you were trying it, anything. It was
2: a it, it was a perfect lure. It worked several times where she would move in, she would stand really close to me, and she would reach down and start untying my my sweatpants for me. And once or twice, she would even grope me um, through my sweatpants, but we never had sex again. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
2: I certainly tried when when we had that situation where I knew she was tipsy and my dad was talked out. Mm -hmm. I tried to get things going. Um, One time, she even said, "Um, why don't you just watch your dad and I? And she went in, tried to wake him up and have her or get him to fuck her. And I was kind of peeking around the corner. But he was so bliss that uh, that it was obvious nothing was going to happen. Wait a second, are you
0: serious? So she really, like, she was into this whole thing, too, for sure. Okay, because she literally, one time when you did the whole, oh, undo my button thing, whatever, and she's, like, grabbing your dick, she said, oh, why don't you just, like, you know, come watch me and your dad have sex, and, like, she was going to, like, rig that all up for you?
2: Yeah, I don't know if she felt like that was something that I would like to do and it, it wasn't going all the way like we had done that one night. I don't know if that felt like some sort of middle ground to her.
0: No, um, I think that that was just I, another I, naughty fantasy because it's like, you know, exitless, like a, you know, what's the opposite of exhibit, you know, like a you she, you, you could be the voyeur. She's <laughs> exhibitionist. Like, I think maybe it would have yeah. been a real turn on for her. Like, listen, she's fucking your father for how many years? You know, maybe it would have added a little excitement to their sex life because she knows that you're watching. I think think it wasn't
2: for you i think it was for her yeah yeah you could be right um unfortunately it, did, it didn't work out because he, he was just too far gone that night so she couldn't get him uh awake and performing well enough but i was certainly willing to to try to watch what was going on and again it was just like when i saw the photo album the fact that it was my dad it didn't weird me out but it didn't uh, do anything for me either it was just her being sexual that i was kind of focused on at the time
0: right so if you could have watched her fuck your father like just watching her would have been cool and you could have like you would have just blocked out the fact that it was your dad
2: uh yeah absolutely I mean it would have been pretty much the next best thing to being able to be with her myself again which I certainly wanted to do but she just didn't I didn't seem willing to um to make that happen
0: but it definitely wasn't like because I was thinking maybe she was like blacked out what were you just gonna say
2: well, what I can say is kind of the the last part of the story, but yeah. if you had another question, I'll hold
0: it. No, right. I no, because maybe you're going to answer the question. I was going to say like, you know, a part of me was thinking like maybe she was blacked out and she didn't know that she had like I was a blackout drinker so like you know blackout drinkers is like you don't know people are blacked out but they're blacked out you know what I mean and you could like really you could literally fuck someone and have no memory of it like for real and the, you people don't realize you're blacked out because blacked out people aren't like stumbling and you know slurring their words they're just talking regularly but they just don't have memory as so, so I was thinking maybe but the fact that she was like you know, all these other things went on afterwards. Like she knew she, there was yeah, there no way she was blacked out away. Yeah, Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. She, that was something that she did that she doesn't know she did. Like she knew she did. Yeah, I never got that.
2: I never got that sense. Well, and in fact, yeah, I, I know she, she recalled it because of what happened the closest I had gotten the next time, which would have been either a summer or two later. I had already gone off to college Yeah. and I had a girlfriend at school, but I came back home for the first summer. Um, and uh, and spent that summer with my dad and stepmother and there was an opportunity there, only one time where it presented itself um, where she was uh, she was in that mood again and we wound up starting to screw around but this time to your question earlier about wearing a condom, she told me that she wanted me to wear a condom.
1: Oh so interesting.
2: We were down in the basement again and she goes upstairs to get a condom. I don't know why she, or my dad would have had them at this point. Um, but she came back downstairs with one. But in the meantime, and mm-hmm. this is going to sound so strange, in the meantime, when she had gone upstairs um, mm-hmm. and, and found the condom and came back down, I started thinking about my girlfriend. Uh, which, thinking back on it, you know, 30 years later, it's pretty bizarre because I wasn't thinking about my dad or the fact that this was his
0: daughter. Right, yeah, you're right. You're right, right?
2: But, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking about the fact that I had a relationship going on with, You're a with monogamous somebody that guy. i faithful to. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yep. Double standard, um, if you ask me.
2: <laughs> no, no, truly, absolutely it was. Yeah, um, it's so funny. And, and she comes downstairs with the condom, and I, and I basically told her I couldn't do it. Um,
0: wow. And I wanted
2: to. Yeah, I, I wanted to. Part of me um, certainly wanted to fight that urge off um, because I wanted to relive that experience. Um, but you were faithful
0: on. to your girlfriend like that was just that's just so who you are
2: yeah yeah and I'm not certainly not trying to make myself out to be a saint I just slept with my father's wife yeah uh, yeah
0: totally you know. it's so interesting how people you're like before yeah, but it's, like, so interesting. That's why I love to do my show because, like, and I, this comes up a lot of times in different kind of ways, but, like, you know, everyone has different ways of, like, sort of framing things and keeping them in their minds, you know? And really the way you frame something and the way you is, you know... Th- sort of dictates how what you think about it like how you feel you know what I mean so like on some level like you say it doesn't make any sense that like you would feel bad about your girlfriend but not your father but like that's just the way you filed it and thought about it and figured it out in your mind and that's like what how you sort of were able to do what you did and be okay with it you know and that's just how you are wired or how you operate it and worked it out because like I said I think you had You were so horny for her, like you needed to make it be a thing, you know, and you never even took into consideration your father, even though you are like, when you're in a relationship, monogamous. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. And perspectives,
2: obviously, change over time, especially as you get older and maybe a little bit wiser. So Yeah. But let me ask
0: you this. Like when you think back now to what you did, like and like w- like say, first of all, is he still with her? Like and after you denied her and like no. rejected her, was that like the end of like her ever sort of wanting to be with you or any kind of action between the two of you?
2: It was until a couple years later, and maybe that's the, the kind of the epilogue to the story, but they're not, they're not together. In fact, both of them have passed.
0: Okay.
1: Um,
2: but, but I'll back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, after that experience, she, she, it seemed like she was a little bit PO'd at the point at that time. Um, but we both went, uh, went our, our separate ways that evening and, and nothing like that ever happened again while I was living there. But several years later, I was probably in my, in my mid twenties. Um, so, this would have been about five or six years later. I mm-hmm. was uh, done with school, and they were starting to go through a divorce. You know, I would still go see them uh, while I was at school. I'd come home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, didn't come home over the summers anymore. So, I was never there for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was around here and there, and I could tell they weren't getting along. Um, I would talk to my dad occasionally, and you know, I was pretty sure they weren't going to make it. And it always. You know, it always came up in the back of my mind if she, when, when the divorce stuff started, if she ever told him about what had happened between the two of us. But right. neither one of them ever ever said if she did. Um, the divorce got pretty nasty, though. So I always have to think in the back of my mind that she may have told him about it at some point just to kind of stick the knife in. Uh, but if, if he did know, he never said anything to me.
0: There's no way. No, first of all, divorces are get nasty all the time okay (laughs) like for real so they could have it could have gotten really nasty without her ever telling him about you and don't you think I mean come on do you have kids by any chance I do okay don't you think like your dad I mean he said something when he got that note don't you think if she said something like he would there's no way he would have been able to keep his mouth shut about it come on you would, you would yeah, know. True. You would know, don't you think? Yeah, I, I kind of assume I
2: would, but like you said, you never know. Um, I, I wasn't around enough to know, um, you know, if it got knocked down, drag out, bad. I just know it got bad.
0: Right. Um, uh-huh.
2: But but the last kind of the last experience I even ever had with her was just over the phone. So this was. I don't think they were quite divorced, but they had separated, and she was living in an apartment, Uh and um, I had called her uh, to talk about what was going on, because we were, you know, I still chatted with both he and she over those years, Yeah. Um, and I could tell she had been drinking, and we were just kind of talking about, you know, what was going on with her and my dad, about whether they were going to get back together or not, and she steered the conversation into, maybe not a strange place, but for that for that time, it was strange because this was several several years after everything had happened with us physically. But she said something to the extent about, "Why don't you come down this weekend? You can park your car in my garage here at the apartment. Nobody will know you're here, and we can spend the weekend together." Um, you know, and she didn't come out and say, you can spend the weekend banging me. But,
0: but yet, that's die. yeah, what
2: she was saying, right? Yeah, 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 um, totally. Because why but, would
0: you be hiding your car and no really one knows exactly you're there? Right. Oh. so I knew
2: what she meant without her coming out and
1: saying
0: it. Yeah.
2: Um, but I was, there was no way in hell I was going to do it. I was afraid it was a setup. I was afraid that she was either trying to get something to get after my dad on oh so
0: pictures have, a video you're right you're smart either a
2: video or or she would have him come over there would be some sort of arrangement where he that's would come the over snooper that. I, in you knows.
0: that's the I, snooper in you that thinks like that <laughs> you're you know what i mean, uh, I mean like,
2: very well very well could have been yeah, yeah yeah um so it was fascinating that she she offered that because i had kind of rebuked her the last time we were together there
1: mm-hmm. um
2: and and it's not like we had an ongoing thing, you know. We really only had that one uh, true uh, fucking experience. Although there were these other little things along the way, yeah, grabbing me and, and that sort of stuff. But um, part of me wanted to go have a weekend with her. It sounded like it would have been a great time. But the majority part of me thought that it was uh, it was way too risky for either an accidental or an intentional. Uh, getting caught sort of situation.
0: Yeah, I really wonder. And I think it's like a 50-50 split. I don't... I mean, it could be either or. It could be that she just like was in revenge mode with your father. And like the fact that she could like fuck his son all weekend would have been like good revenge without her even having to tell your dad. Do you know what I'm saying? It like, that's how girls think. Like you don't even need the person to know, but you know what you're doing. Right. So it could have been that it could have just been that she was attracted to you or it could have been, What you said where she was trying to get something on you to show the, you know, just because she was like that, you know, it was that sort of dirty. But I don't think it was a definite, like, I don't think it's, it's, I think it's, you don't know, you know, I don't think it's like, oh, obvious that she was setting you up. It could have been that she just wanted to screw you. And like I said, it could have just been revenge- it could have been revenge, like right. but not because she wanted to get pictures or anything. Just in her own mind, she would know. But she did have this attraction with you because it was like there were these other situations. That one time with the condom, like, she did want to get it on with you again. And you rejected her, yep. which was probably, yeah, you know, right. a right. sticking point with her for another one. You know, especially when you get her all horny and everything. Like, how did that scenario come about? Like, you said, like, you know that like all things sort uh, of worked out. Like what happened in that situation that it, it it got to the point where you guys are like looking for condoms.
2: Well, we, uh, we, we, it was very similar the first time we were, uh, I had the house to myself this time, except for my dad, of course was, was conked out. But, um, just she and I, I come home from work late one night Uh and, uh, we ended up out in the living room. I, I honestly can't remember the specifics. If I was giving her a massage again, we may have just gone straight past that because there had already been this previous experience. But we were both, uh, basically touching and, and, uh, and there was some oral happening at that point. But she, just like before, she recommended we move downstairs, uh, for
0: the, when you say oral, like both of you guys doing stuff with each other orally. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah, I
2: went down on her, and I had gone down on her briefly um, during the first encounter, right uh-huh. there out in the living room. It didn't last very long, uh, but that was amazing as well. And and she had gone down on me for a little bit, but um, yeah, we just it was kind of a repeat. So I'm I'm assuming the reason why she wanted me to wear a condom the second time she knew I had a girlfriend at school and I was uh, a couple years older, so maybe in her mind I had been with a few more people, whereas the first time or the first encounter. She just wasn't worried about it. But um, I've, got to, I've got to guess, or I've got to imagine that she was, or she
0: was too drunk. To sort of... Was she drunk the second time? Yeah, yeah. Was she as drunk this time? She was
2: definitely tipsy. She wasn't, um, she wasn't drunk. Nothing ever happened with us when she hadn't had uh, at least some amount of alcohol.
0: Right. I think maybe the first time she didn't think about the kind of thing, but then afterwards she might have freaked out because, like, then you're... Let me ask you this, like, because they got divorced and everything got really dirty. Like, did... Was she, like, a cheater outside of, like, the relationship? Like, you know, besides with you, right? Like, did your dad find out that she had been, like, screwing a lot of other guys?
2: As far as I know, neither one of them was cheating on the other. Um, But since I was away at school, I wasn't that that close to the situation, and I never heard, even from my dad in the years afterwards, I never heard... Uh, any of the other details of the divorce other than I know she she took him pretty bad financially. Um,
1: oh, so really?
2: got the short end of the, the stick from the divorce, unfortunately. But, yeah, that would be the extent of the, uh, of the detail on the proceedings that I was ever aware of.
0: Yeah, and maybe the kind of thing was like, um, you know, because she... The first time maybe she didn't think about it in the heat of the moment and then she probably freaked out for a while worrying that maybe if she had something then your father would know. She like cheated. I mean it, it wouldn't be like she'd know about you but like you know she got an STD out of nowhere. He'd be like who who did you fuck like where would you get that from you know. So that's probably why she was more adamant because maybe she regretted it after the first time she realized like she should be a little bit more <laughs> more careful you know. I mean, yeah, it yeah, certainly could have been. So when you, when you, when she asked you to come over and you r- said no again that time, like, was that, did you like eventually like stop talking to her or did you keep in touch with her? Yeah, that was,
2: that was probably one of the last times I talked to her because I think uh, the divorce went final not too long after that. Uh-huh. Um, and of course I was on my, my dad's side of things at that point, regardless of who was right or who was wrong or what the
0: reason of course, the divorce
1: right. was. Uh-huh.
2: But, um, yeah, lost uh, lost touch with her. Never talked to her again. I did hear years later. I mean, this was just in the last uh, ten years. So it was quite a while down the road that she had um, that she had passed away, mm-hmm. uh, and then my dad ended up passing away a few years back as well. And that was always something that kind of haunted me is the fact that I had, uh, had done that to to him and his wife, whether he knew about it or not. I knew. Um, so as I grew up and had a family and a wife of my own. It certainly granted me a different perspective on it than I had at the time when I was a seventeen-year-old horny kid getting bag his stepmother that he'd been fantasizing about for <laughs> years.
0: Yeah, you you said something a while back, and I was going to ask that question. Like, do you feel differently about it now? Because you did say, like, when you're young, you like you think of something, and then like maybe when you get older and more mature, you know, you see things in a different way. So eventually, like when you got older, like you said, and maybe you got married, like it weighed on you.
2: Yeah, it did. Um, just the way it all kind of happened. Um, I mean, I, I still, for years after it happened, I still used it as uh, as masturbation material, fantasizing mm-hmm. about being with her. Uh, that lasted for for quite a while after I even lost touch with her. Um, but yeah, I mean, over the years, it just kind of turned more into a uh, what the hell was I doing? Uh, just the stupid moves the whole way through it, uh, leaving the note. Um, you know everything in between. So it's it certainly kind of time just colored my uh, colored my perspective on it.
0: I mean, are you just like are you that ballsy in your the other areas of your life?
2: <laughs> no. Um, maybe maybe a little bit with some of the other adult things that I've done since then, but you know, those have been more with my wife and above board. Let um, me ask you real quick. Was,
0: like did you yeah. did you ever tell anybody about this, like I know, like you did mention that your wife knew some stuff, right? But like, I mean, did anybody? Does anyone know about this story? Like, nobody talk- knows.
2: No, nobody knows this whole this whole story that I've just given you. Um, I have a couple of, of uh, good friends that I've shared a lot of adult things with. Um, that that know I I messed around with my stepmother, but that's kind of the extent of what
0: they know. And they didn't ask you a million questions like I just did. <laughs> I could never, if we were friends and you told me that, like, I guess guys are so different. Like I would have a gazillion questions for you after that sentence. Like you told guy friends of yours that you pulled around and they're like, oh, that's great.
2: (laughs) Well, they're, they're, it's just two people. um, Mm -hmm. And and neither one of them are like close friends. They're friends that I've met through some adult activities that I've chat online with.
0: Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Mm Mm-hmm so eventually you get married right and like uh when do you start sort of doing these like outside things with your wife i'm assuming that you guys swing a little bit
2: so we have swung um yeah more same room sex than anything else um i've got a handful of stories there that maybe could be a a whole different show Mm -hmm. but it was years after we were married um i had Talked to her um, earlier on about just some different ideas, some fantasies about being with uh, with another couple or watching other couples. Some of that voyeuristic and exhibitionist side of things um,
1: didn't really ever
2: entertain the idea of a full swinging situation, especially not with strangers that mm-hmm. we had just met online. But we fantasized a little bit about you know what if one of our uh, our friends, our, our couple friends, were into this idea of watching and being watched? Would that be Kind of entertaining, and and she humored me. I never really knew at the time if if it was something that she would honestly pursue or not. But over the years, we actually had some. Uh, yeah, some let's not get into
0: to... that because like or we to... could do that. I always love to talk to. Um couples who swing successfully and are with each other and it's a successful sort of situation. I'm assuming y- your guy's situation is because you're still married and you don't do anything behind her back, and so you have done a lot of things. So, you know, it right. would be really... We've, we've certainly
2: had, I mean, we've only had a couple of swinging and same-room experiences, and some of them have been bad and, and some of them have been good. But uh, Oh, really? Yeah, things are things are good right now, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is, that could be another podcast. I mean, sometimes if I don't have enough content for like a full one, I'll I'll put somebody else in and I'll do like a double sort of episode, you know, I mean, we could get into those if you ever want to call back in, because I think that that's the whole, I mean, listen, the whole stepmom story took like a full hour. Like it was great. That's like a great story. <laughs> it's like, it's normally I go in so many different directions with somebody and there's like a lot of things in one podcast, but this is just like one story story. That I think is, like, really good. You know, I, I love the way you told that story. I mean, there was, like, you know... So, I mean, to I, I don't even want to ruin it by getting into all this other stuff with your wife. Like, I would, you know, I always have people that come on again if you ever want to come on again, and we could take it from there because, like, you get into this relationship, and then you do sort of want to open it up to, like you say, same-sex. And eventually you do. So, you know, we could... Uh, yeah tape that eventually as well and, and have you on as a part two
2: okay that that sounds uh that sounds good it's certainly been fun to share this uh this other story so i'd be happy to uh to call back at some point and get into some of those other things too
0: yeah i can't wait to see how much this is downloaded like i'm really serious it's a good it's good <laughs> i just think it's like I'm a lot I'm of people's fantasy yeah it's very very good and like i said it took the full hour like i love the whole build-up the whole scenario was like the whole history of it it was just really it was really good you know there was a beginning a middle and an end that's how i like my stories um so thanks so much for calling in and let's like i'll email you about setting up a time to call in to to talk about the other stuff
2: okay sounds great kathy thanks thanks
0: mark thanks so much for calling in
2: all right
1: Bye. Thank you. Take care.
0: Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at strict anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at strict anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics